Hi, and welcome to Newscast, episode number 65, the one after Nintendo 64. And I'm your host, Neil Ronahan. And to start off the show, um, I'm going to say my thoughts about the Nintendo 64 and whatever, what uh, the guys missed, then the guys would be Mike Sklens. Hello. Scott Thompson. Hello. And Zachary Miller. Boogity, boogity. So you guys <laughs> barely mentioned Goldeneye. That that seemed kind of suspect, yeah. and I, you didn't even really mention rare at all, which I mean, pretty big it was, parts. It's weird. I, we we definitely had I, some kind of weird niche going on with the kinds of games we were talking about for some <laughs> yeah. reason. Well, it was great, but too. It was, we didn't know it at the time. It's true, and what's great too is every game that we brought up, like the other two, were like, "Oh yeah, I remember that," and then we would just rattle on about it for five or ten minutes and then <laughs> move on. There was yeah, a whole the subsect of games we just completely missed. Yeah, so go back to last episode and listen to that. Um, yeah, do that, because I actually haven't done that either yet. So. But I'm just going to, before we get to the uh, the news and eShop goodness, uh, I, I kind of want to take a, a, mo- a moment to mention some of the weirder games, I guess, that, that I enjoyed as a young N64 playing kid, such as Buck Bumble, which is made by Argonaut Software. AKA I, do not, the... I do not remember this game. Yeah, Buck Bumble, it was published by Ubisoft and developed by Argonaut Software, who are the guys, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they originally make uh, Star Fox? Right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a thing that happened? It's one know. of those tricky things where it was like co-developed or, and, and the Nintendo's yeah. name is the only one that ends up on the final product. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, Buck Bumble is this kind of, uh, you control a bee, but it's kind of like the bee's a ship. Right. And you go around in a 3D environment. Um, and it, it wasn't really a great game. Like, you would have these cool missiles, and there was an, a weird multiplayer mode that was a soccer game where you controlled two, like, one one person would control a B and the other person would control a B, and you try to use guns and weaponry to shoot the, the soccer ball into the other guy's goal, nice. which was kind of weird. But the best part about this, and whoever's editing this, I already have your work cut out for you, <laughs> there's a rap song that opens up the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is uh, the most. This is my week, so yeah, I'll, I'll like, see if I can track God. it down. See if I can the, track the, that down. Buck to the B, to the B, to the bum. Buck to the B, Listen, you don't even need just take just get like a beat like a like a sequencer beat and just put that behind Neil done. <laughs> oh, oh oh but there's there's there is even better things about that song. Like it goes on for like a minute and a half and then it just loops. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I will, um, I will make this happen. You will see. Yeah, it was one of those games where it really isn't a great game, but it's just like that the charm of it is why I played it as a kid. And the other games, as I really dug the Goemon games that came out, Mystical Ninja starring Goemon and Goemon's Great Adventure, both from Konami. And uh, I guess the, the, the first one, which was pretty much a Mario 64 ripoff, and the second one was like a, a side-scrolling game. And they both have that super weird sense of humor. Like the villain in the first one are like two, two like Broadway people who want to make the world sing, and it just super weird and of course there's a dirty old man as in most of these Japanese things it's been years since I played these games but 
I recommend them for anyone that ever missed them. It's it's a pity that they're not on Virtual Console. Although Legend of the Mystical Ninja is, which was actually the first Goemon game to come stateside. But it's there's really no reference to it being about Goemon other than that's what it is in Japan. Because they're called, like, it's uh, Goemon and Ibisamaru are called Kid Ying and Dr. Yang for some reason. Because uh. I guess Ying and Yang was a good enough uh, Japanese stereotype for <laughs> Konami to put into a localized American game. I like that Neil's list is already, like, the complete opposite of ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. I seem to recall there being a lot of Mario 64 clones on the... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Rare pretty much did for, like, five years. <laughs> yeah, just did just had more Baphomet dads. Yeah, ban- Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> Banjo-Tooie... <laughs> There's, Even to an extent, Jet Force Gemini. There's some more silly animal noises in uh, in a video game that I love. In Banjo-Kazooie to, and Tootie. Yeah. To this day, I call every useless pickup item in every video game, I call them all Baphomet Baph Dads because of fucking Star Fox 60, or not Star Fox, uh, Star Dinosaur Fox Planet. Adventures. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game that I had for my kind of off-kilter list was... Uh, the, uh, the Ken Griffey games that Nintendo made. Yes. With, I guess it was it was Angel Studios. I don't really know what the hell happened to them. They yeah, what did happen just, to them? They just basically made two Griffey games for N64 dropped off the face of the earth. Um, they were decent I, games too, right? Yeah, those, those, like, in all honesty, like, I, I, I think last summer I actually played a lot of this Griffey game that came out in, like, 1997 on N64, and it still holds up. It also helps that that was the time where I was the most into baseball, so I know, like, every player on every team. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I, that, I don't even like baseball at all, and I remember renting that and just playing the hell out of it with friends. Yeah, it's just it's just such a solid game, and it's very it's a very Nintendo baseball game. And it makes me so, so sad. <laughs> very that, Nintendo uh, baseball game. <laughs> yeah, that, that Nintendo Pennant Chase baseball never came out, because that game was done, and it never came out. Yeah, I that actually, game was done. Yeah, I actually tried to contact people who were at the developer, <laughs> and they just got really pissed off at me. Because they're like, it was fucking awesome, and Nintendo never released it. Can we talk about shit that actually came out? I was just like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry I asked. I, I want to play it. Do you have it somewhere? Yeah, Why don't they open... Around? They should open source it or something. <laughs> Put it on GitHub. Done. Can you give me a disc? Just me, please? Yeah. Actually, do you, do you guys know for sure that there's not a ROM dump somewhere of it? I don't know. I mean... I wouldn't be I've surprised. Really ex- and off to the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, All right, the show's yeah, over. Sorry, I guess we gotta see go. This game exists. Um, I mean, the only shitty thing about that is I think, like, uh, Boston Red Sox, David Ortiz was gonna be on the cover or something, but I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, so. uh, okay. That's that uh, burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I looked up um, Argonaut Games, by the way, and uh, they did um, develop a prototype that became Star Fox. And they actually are the reason the uh, Super FX chip even exists. Yeah. They said that, yeah, that they needed more power. So Nintendo said, okay, we'll We can actually make kind something. of tie this into news um, because there was an Iwata Ooh. asks about Star Fox 64 3D because Dylan Cuthbert, who now heads up Q Games, who they, they developed Star Fox 64 3D, um, and, but they also, Dylan Cuthbert is responsible for the Super FX chip because um, – I guess I guess him and the guys at Argonaut made this game called X, which was a Game Boy game that was in that used that had a 3D engine running on the Game Boy. There's also a DSiWare game that was made by Q Games called Xscape, which is kind of a sequel to that and takes a lot of what that game was about and makes it into a cool DSiWare game. Hmm. Very very much worth checking out. I think it's eight bucks. Um, but 
what happened was like Dylan Cuthbert was like 18 years old going to Kyoto and was in a you know a room with 30 some odd Nintendo executives that were all fascinated by this thing that he made, um, and then he wound up making helping them make the Super FX chip in Star Fox. I, I mean. Now he's making Star Fox again. That's wild. <laughs> and for anyone uh, interested in trivia, the code name for the Super FX chip was the Mario chip. So oh, there you uh, go. Use that one to get you know. laid at your local bar. <laughs> yeah. Should Did work. You know that the Super Should FX work. Chip... <laughs> what the hell is the Super FX chip? It's Mario. <laughs> it looks, guys, by the way, it looks like you may be able to obtain Pen and Chase baseball somewhere on the internet. Nice. Nice. Now all you need is a little miniature CD to burn it to. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess you could always burn it to a regular CD and put it in a Wii. Yeah. Ooh. Mike's getting there. ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> if only I cared about baseball games. <laughs> I'm just real curious, because, I mean, Nintendo baseball games are generally very good, unless they're made by Namco Bandai. Right. Or involved But that Mario. almost goes with most Nintendo games. <laughs> Because if they're made by Namco Bandai, usually there's something a little off. <laughs> like there's no season mode in a baseball game. So <laughs> but Neil, I mean, a season is is uh, over a hundred games. Who really has time for that many games? Yeah. You really want to I mean, play you that just many? need to have your little Mario thing where like you go around and play each team once, there you go. and then it's over, and then there's no reason to ever play the game again. Right. Make it more like a football season. Yeah. yeah. Like you get a you get a stupid games. ending sequence. There's not even a, a Super Bowl illustrations. Like, <laughs> Alright, do, do you guys have anything else you want to say about the Nintendo 64? Bathman Dads. Uh, Bathman Dads. <laughs> uh, well, I was talking earlier about how I rented Kirby 64 when I was a, when I was younger, like around the time it came out. I don't remember what year it came out, but I guess I was probably in middle school. And um, I played it, like I started playing it like one night at like seven at night, and I played it straight through until like four in the morning and I <laughs> beat it like hundred percent. I may have been missing like five or so of the hidden stars. And if I got them, like after I went to bed and woke up five hours later, nice. <laughs> I really enjoyed that game. I never played it through until I went until I got it on a virtual console, but I always thought that was a very good game. Excellent game. It's easy. Like I didn't really have any problems dropping. I think about Kirby games. Um, and I also like the multiplayer in that game a lot because there's the one where, uh, like, the, it, it's almost kind of like Monkey Fight in a way, in that you go around. Well, I guess it's not really like Monkey Fight, except for that, like the the floor drops under you. Oh yeah. <laughs> but there's but that. like you basically just like you you shoot out these things that will make the floor go down, and you try to catch the other people, um, so that way they fall down. But it's it's very fun. And then there's like a that. bullshit like racing one. The only other game I think we really didn't touch on that I thought we probably should is Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, that's a that's a great game. That really yeah. is. Wasn't that like seventy dollars or something when it came out? I don't know. Wasn't I, it on I, one of those five hundred twelve megabit cartridges? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. One of the bigger ones. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure. I really wanted to get it the day it came out, but unfortunately, I was under the age of seventeen, and it was an uphill battle trying to get my parents to like. They didn't get it. They were like, "Why do you need me here? We'll buy you the South Park game, but why do you?" What? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my I I, up, I got it used a couple years later for probably fifteen bucks, so it was probably for the best. And now, now it's on really Xbox, right? Game. Now it's remade on Xbox. Yep, yeah, that's right. Really they did do that. Xbox. It's oh, censored. Really? Oh. 
Um, my, my favorite thing about that game is the fact that seeing early screenshots for it in Nintendo Power, it was going to be like oh. a Mario 64 clone. It was like all cheerful yep. and just like yeah. happy. And then they were like, no, let's try something different. And they just scrapped it yeah. and just made it crude. <laughs> I, I, like, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's really smart. I mean, at least as far as with the humor, like, it has a lot of good movie references yeah, throughout like, it. There's talking they, poop monsters. There, there yeah. are. Yeah. With, with corn And, and he teeth. sings opera. Yep. He does. Yeah. No, that's I don't a, think I ever game. beat that game. Do you remember there it's was a, supposed it, to be a Game a Boy story. Color game? There was. There was. A game was. Boy Color. And oh, it's really, it, it like, happy. Oh. Yeah. It came out a couple years prior. I thought it was scrapped. Well, even remember, uh, wasn't Conker in uh, Diddy Kong Racing? And he's not yep, a yep. drunk. Yeah, I am Conker. He's not a drunk asshole in that one, right? He's just a normal, yeah. happy squirrel. So it was after after he had the fame that he was just like, "Screw this!" Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, isn't that supposed to be? Yeah, he's sitting on his throne in the opening of the game. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he's supposed to become jaded and cold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it starts. Off, I mean, that game starts off with a reference to a Clockwork Orange. Yes. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, Impressive. I just remember the end too. Had that Matrix bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, there's a whole level that used that, didn't it? Where you're jumping yeah. around and stuff. That's I remember the, the, final, the final boss is like Alien. I was gonna say yeah. yeah, the Aliens reference at the end. Yeah, that was a good game. More of a contra, isn't that more of a Contra reference? Well, no, it doesn't even say like "Get away from her, you bitch" or something. Or yeah, he, he yeah. Uses yeah. That and quote. I think the Alien's name is Heinrich. <laughs> And, and that was, was the their Panther last game, game on the system, wasn't it? It was. I think yeah, it was one, one of the, the last ones. one of the systems' last games. Period. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think it early two thousand one or maybe two thousand. I'm not sure. That, that, that sounds that, right. After that, Rare went on to do such great things as Perfect Dark Zero and Ghosts and Galilees. Yeah, but yeah. they did Viva Pinata, and a lot of people like that game. Yeah, Viva Pinata yeah, right. is very good. All right. I've actually I've never played Viva Pinata or um either. I had a friend um, addicted to it in college. Or um, Morin got really into it, and Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts was fun too. Yeah, so I was oh, gonna I say that, I never yeah. played I never played either of those, but recently my um my fiance she works for Verizon and she was at like some conference and they um there's like an Xbox phone now you know and uh, they had like this like double disc that like set with both those games like on one well I guess it's a single disc it's both those games on one disc and we got it and we haven't opened it yet I don't know if I'm going to sell it or just like actually play the games I don't it's know. Viva Pinata and Nuts and Bolts yeah 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 it's wow. it's totally worth trying trying them out okay yeah because in all honesty I hate to break it to you if you sold that you wouldn't get much for well that's it. how that's how I felt cheap I figured I wouldn't get much, but I just didn't know if I should even bother. Yeah, I think it's probably, they think they had that packed in with Xboxes for a while, like the family yeah. bundle. Uh, yeah. oh, okay. so they probably just had a bunch of leftovers that okay. they're now using as promotional And Viva Pinata does have that really kind of quirky, rare humor, because it's kind of like you are raising these pinatas to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the goal is to send them off so they're beaten to death. Cool. <laughs> there, was, there was a Penny Arcade about that a long time ago that made me laugh. Yeah, there was. Yeah. But, like, it's not like that's, like, a thing that's hidden. Like, it's a thing that happens in the game. And there's, like, these, like, evil pinatas that will come and try to kill your guys. And then, like, they'll break into candy and other pinatas will eat it. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, oddly it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. I, I do remember Lauren was playing it. And, like, we had this, like, I don't know. I think some of the, there's, like, a fudge hog and stuff like that. But she, she there was, like, you know, whatever pinata. And we gave him, like, a little Indiana Jones hat and named him Indiana. And then he got eaten, and we tried, she tried to turn off the system, so, you know, he wouldn't be dead, but he was still dead. So then, like, no other pinata was ever named. <laughs> Don't want to get too attached. Yeah, you can't get attached, that's true. But the sequel's not as good. 
Okay. It's different. Oh, there's okay. a yeah. sequel? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to open this Um, I think that's it for N64 stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, so let's go on. I was just going to say yeah. real quick, Mischief Makers is awesome. I yeah, completely yeah, yeah, forgot yeah, yeah, about yeah, that yeah. until you said it. I, I mean, Treasure made that other good game, Sin and Punishment, that we didn't get until we, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I don't even think of that as a as a N64 game. I forgot about it. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's like a WiiWare game, basically. <laughs> shake, shake. Uh, yeah, Mischief Makers is awesome. Shake, shake. It's really hard. It actually doesn't... <laughs> I have it. it. It doesn't really look good anymore. It looks pretty shit. Oh, yeah, the, the graphics are pretty awful, but it's still a really good game. Yeah. I kind of wish somebody would remake it with modern, you know, sprite graphics. Yeah. Well, I would assume Treasure would own that IP. Oh, I assume so, so yeah. I, I, it's strange yeah. they never went back to it. Yeah. Maybe they'll make a shitty Xbox Live Arcade version of it. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking that, yeah. With HD shitty sprite graphics. <laughs> they're, they're doing it with Bangayo and, uh, and, well, Radiant Silvergun is just straight up coming out on it. Huh? So that's cool. That's pretty cool. That's a game a lot of people want to play. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh let's move on to the news, and we don't really have too much of it. It's it's pretty slow after the the Megaton that was the the 3DS price drop, but we did get some news about Call of Duty. There was a lot of speculation, uh, pretty much before this week. I mean, not that people really care too much about Call of Duty on Nintendo platforms, but as a Nintendo website, this is of mild interest to us. Um, at E3, Aaron actually found uh, at the PDP booth, they're the guys who make the Headbanger headset, which is a headset that you can use to talk online with games that support the Headbanger headset. Um, <laughs> and they had, they had alongside their newest version, there was, there was a mention of Modern Warfare 3 on Wii. And now we got confirmation from Activision that that is, that is a thing. It's going to be developed by Treyarch, and it's actually going to be an original game or at least maybe it'll be like a side story, have some basis on the story of Modern Warfare 3 on the consoles, but it's Treyarch is making a different game than what is being made on 360 and PS3. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the past couple have been, I mean, with the exception of Modern Warfare uh, Reflex, the other ones have been pretty much straight ports. Um, Albeit, in one case, I gained two years later. (laughs) But, so this might be the first original Call of Duty Wii game, technically. Cool. Uh, but, I mean, they're, they're generally very solid. It's just that usually the 360 PS3 versions are much much more solid right? for people that are into that sort of thing. It's surprising um, there's no 3DS version. Yeah, there, there is a DS version made by Zach's best friends at Endspace. They are making Call of Duty... Uh, oh, crap. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Defiance is, uh, is what it's called. Those guys... Endspace is making that? Yeah. Yeah, those guys are like wizards on the DS... Yeah, they I were, think this is their this is their fifth DS Call shooter. of Duty game. Then they've done a bunch of DS shooters. I remember I was uh, at E three a different year, the year that they were like trying to resurrect GoldenEye as like what was it yeah, like perfect agent, agent or something? Yeah, Rogue they also agent. did GoldenEye and Bloodstone DS well, last the year. The funny Both thing is that kind of good. I was at there and EA released like GoldenEye. What's the name of it? Rogue Agent. Rogue Agent, and like we talked to the guys there, and they were like, "Well, you know, you we're, we're kind of working on this game, but." Um, we've been getting a lot of help, like a lot of help from Endspace. Like one of the developers was telling me personally that they were not getting the job done, like at at EA, and that um, like Nintendo was like, this is like an important property to us because GoldenEye is really, you know, is like a 
touchstone in the hearts of Nintendo gamers. So we want to make sure this new version on, on the DS is going to be good. It's got to be good. And you guys aren't, like, pulling your fucking weight or whatever. So they called Endspace, and they were like, take over this project. We need it to be really good. <laughs> I, I don't think it was really good, but I don't think it's Endspace's fault well, why the game no. was in it. Well, but that was also the first DS shooter that they yeah. had done, too. Yeah, and I mean, they, they've done five, because they did Call of Duty 4... They did, like, one for World at War. They did one for Modern Warfare 2. They did one last year, and this is their fifth one. And, I mean, they're adding a lot to it. It's just that, I mean, in my opinion, they all seem kind of the same. And if you're into them, that's great. It's like Madden. It's like, it's like you know, if you're into Madden, you care about every yearly, the annualized release. But if You'll, you, you'll if you pay EA about... $25 yeah. extra for some yeah. other features. <laughs> I mean, but that also goes with the Call of Duty games, and honestly, they don't really appeal to me at all. Yeah, so, for better or worse. Yeah, they but they have no appealed 3DS to me version. since uh, the first Call of Duty Modern Warfare. After that, I yeah, just didn't care. That no 3DS version. That's that's not good news for 3DS. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think I see the logic in that the DS version is playable on both. Hmm. That's the problem with a lot of yeah. the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah, Backwards compatibility actually kind of bit him in the ass this time. Yeah, because the DS is still so successful, so why would you want to cut off the the market that's way bigger? Right. Indeed. But, I mean, I, I don't think that's like the 100% official reason, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was the business decision. It's, it's, be, it's, it's, let, it's, it's making it easy for developers to lag behind and wait for the 3DS to bad. take off. Yeah. Yeah. Although I mean, Nintendo didn't like make the 3DS cartridge the same size as the DS cartridge, if that would have been possible, just so um, you know, maybe there'd be a way where you could have like a DS version and then like a 3D enhanced version, like on the same little cart. Uh, so the same. Yeah, or, or at least like, or yeah. the 3D visuals would just get turned off, you know, if uh, if you're playing on the uh, the regular DS. But then no one would buy it. Then no one would buy a 3DS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But. I mean, it's not like Activision isn't totally not supporting the 3DS, although they're not really doing as much as I thought, because really all they've done, I think, I think they released Transformers on 3DS, which was fucking awful. <laughs> Surprise. They're also doing uh, the Spider-Man game is coming to 3DS, which, as far as I know, is, is more or less like a, a dual-screen port of the, like the game on Wii and 360 and PS3. Right, right, you're right. But... Yeah, I mean it. It sucks, but you know, N Space is doing a good thing with those those DS games, and Treyarch has been making consistently good Call of Duty games on Wii. So it, it's a win-win for those people. That's true. And uh, as far as win-win for us 3DS owners, we have to make sure that we've all connected to the eShop, guys. Is that all? Yes. You hear this? If you haven't connected to the eShop, <laughs> you're fucked. And that's hey, all it um, takes, should... right? That's all I got to do because I've done it a hundred <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> when does when does the price switch go into effect? Yes, August twelfth. And okay, what day is this coming out? Uh, <laughs> uh ten uh, the thirteenth. Today the ninth. I think so it's the thirteenth. So Friday? we'll be a day late. Oh, okay, so this will be no, too no, no, late. The twelfth. You on the twelfth. You get the games if you've done it by midnight. Right, or the but 11th. this episode is coming up. Well, you won't yeah. get the games on the twelfth. Oh, you won't. No, but I, I was I oh, was wondering shit. because. I was going to spread the news that Walmart has already discounted the price oh, yeah. on the system, so you could buy it for the new price at Walmart today and get all the free games. Yeah. As long as you connect right. with them like the next week. But if you heard week. this, 
Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I hope you did that. One of my friends yeah. did. Today. Well, then we, we had a news story about it on the site, didn't we? I'd imagine if people listen yeah. to this, they followed the site, hopefully. We can only Yeah. Help. Well, you know, this doesn't come out until Saturday, so we can always put the news story up. And they won't know the wiser. <laughs> That's true. As long as someone, as long as Scott edits this out of the podcast, done. <laughs> yeah, done. Um, so Kirby and the Amazing Mirror might be uh, one of. Uh, it's very likely to be one of the ambassador games for GBA, That'd which be awesome. those are all coming out before the end of the year. That's um, I think the only one of the announced ones so far that I haven't played. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, because they have the five other ones that are those are confirmed. And no, locked. I didn't. I didn't play Mario Advance. For Mario Brothers three, yeah, but that one might not be in because what happened you was you played that it on the Super a, Nintendo. Well, yeah, well, some someone um wrote into Nintendo customer yeah, service I saw and that. got a response back that listed Kirby and the Amazing Mirror and Mario Brothers three, and then he got in he got contacted by Nintendo of America saying that that was incorrect. But yeah, they, yeah, they oddly put the long enough, Mario Advance on that email. Our man in Japan, Danny Bivens, was the one who called Nintendo of America customer support. Yeah, I think he's like he's a, he's a teacher in Japan, so I think he's off for the month of August or something. But he called and uh, talked to Nintendo customer customer service, and basically they told him that like it is very 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 likely that Kirby mm-hmm. and the Amazing Mirror is on the included list. Like you know that guy, he was almost 100% positive. He just couldn't 100% confirm it. However, Mario Brothers 3, uh, that could have been a little bit of a, you know, miscommunication with confusing it with Super Mario Advance 3, which is Yoshi's Yeah, Island, the, right? the naming That's system so confusing. was so dumb yeah. with that. They, they messed that up. Yeah. I, I would that really be, hope yeah. Mario 3 comes, though, eventually, and that it has all the, um, the e-card levels. Yeah, that would be awesome. Because I never yeah. played any of those. I never had the reader, but I, I've heard about it afterwards, and I hear there's just some crazy, like, zany stuff that they do with that. Yeah. Now that Kirby game's like a Metroidvania game, isn't it? Yeah, I actually own it, but I haven't really played it. I got it. I went on a Game Boy Advance buying binge like a year or two ago. Right on. That sounds. Yeah, that's the one I'm most excited about because I've played. Like I said, I played all the others. Though I'm excited about having another version of Metroid Fusion. I love that game. Yeah, yeah. my battery's dead on my copy of Metroid Fusion. So wow. Oh wow, weird. Dude, Metroid Fusion's awesome. Yeah. That well, game... it was it was a used copy that was beat to hell, oh. and I managed to to play through it, and I was near the end of the battery died, and I was just like, fuck. That game gets some shit, but it's really good. It's still yeah. a Metroid game. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a hair more linear, but it's still a Metroid game. Yeah. And uh, even though there's you know storyline, Samus isn't like. There's no thumbs the down or thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> and that's all the difference. And it, um, and it has and the, the last... exact same storyline as Fusion, and it's uh, better. <laughs> but the last uh, the last bit of news that we got is that Twinbee, uh, which is a... Oh, crap. It's a Konami game, I right? I seem to remember yeah. it, too. Yeah. Um, it's the fourth 3D it's classic. It's a shmup, right? Yeah. Shmup. So, so they're really into these things where it's a shoot 'em up where there's some kind of layer where Apparently. you're shooting things on the ground yeah. as well. Yeah. Could be good, so it's going to be like Xevious, I guess. Yeah. Um, Did anyone get Xevious? Yeah, I got Xevious. I, I enjoyed it. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's still. I mean, the, the only shitty thing is that it's just Xevious, but I mean, the, the effect is really cool. I, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for some better games to come out for 3D classics. I haven't been wild. I watched by any the of them demo really. video yeah. for that one, and it kind of like hurt my eyes, so I didn't. Uh, 
didn't end yeah. up wanting to download it. I mean, the, the only problem with 3D Classics is that, like, it's not like they're really going for these, like, marquee NES games. It seems like, odd that they're not. Fucking Excitebike, which, okay, that was really cool in 1986. <laughs> well, but... and Ex- Excitebike's got a lot of, like, nostalgia value to it, specifically. Yeah. Everyone loves Excitebike. And plus, when you're going to offer it up for free, it's great to get for free. Yeah. Well, I, I think, would not have I think paid they're only picking games that they could really do a good 3D job on. I mean, Mar- yeah. Super Mario Land's not going to yeah, be a it's good not 3D work. game, you know. Yeah, yeah, Mario and Zelda games actually aren't going to be good like that. But So I guess we are going to mostly see action games. Yeah, yeah. an Urban Champion. Like, urban what? Champion, though, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'll give you Twinbee, I'll give you Xevious, you know. You know, shmups do, I mean, Xevious looks really cool in it, and I assume Twinbee will be the same way, but... Urban Champion, come on. Yeah, what is that? Beat up a dude and then get garbage thrown on your head. Yeah, I mean, at least, at least, could you have like thrown us like bad dudes or at least something like bad, bad street brawler? Dudes. Well, it's it's gonna be a first party terrible. game though. It's gotta be yeah, a first party well, game. They've already had half of the 3D classics are not first. Well, party I guess games. that's right. I keep thinking that it's gonna be exclusive to first party stuff, but I guess it's not. Yeah. But um, yeah, that just about does it for news. So let's move on to the eShop stuff. And I guess I'll talk about, um, I, I reviewed it for GamePro, and Andy's should have the review for NWR up soon, but Let's Golf 3D, which is a, uh, a game loft game on 3DS that's basically Let's Golf 2, which was insanely well-received on, you know, the iPhone and iOS and everything. Um, and it's just basically, it's a, it's a really solid Hot Shots Golf clone that, unfortunately, on the 3DS, um... It doesn't have any of the cool online features that it had on iOS. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the 3DS I, doesn't go online, so that yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah, yep. there's no infrastructure for that, so. <laughs> but Nintendo but Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, you have to download the game. <laughs> there's, there's no way to not be online and, and get the game. So why they wouldn't have an online mode is sort of puzzling. Yeah, but I mean, really, that's my only knock against the game. It's a very very good golf game and it's it's got some shitty load times but it's a it's a game loft game i I feel like that's nothing any not too surprising and it's it's seven bucks which is a little pricey um well i don't know i don't know i mean if if it's certainly more worth it than uh a six dollar xevious you know i like that we're at the point where seven dollars is now too expensive for a video game yeah. Well, thanks. I mean, I mean, thanks look at iPhone. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. But I bet you this same game is like there's no way it's more than three dollars on the iPhone. It's five bucks on the five. iPhone. Five. Whoa, big oh, spender. Okay. But I, I mean, that's it. the thing is that like if, if you have an if you have an iPhone or anything, you can get a better version of the game for two dollars cheaper. Does, However, if you just have a 3DS and you want a golf game that you can go to whenever you want, does it use perfect. a three-click swing? Yeah. Good, because I love the three-click swing. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, you can do the three-click screen swing, except for by uh, just tapping the touch screen. Other than that, like everything can be used with the buttons if you really want to. And it's, the 3D effect's kind of nice. But but it's not some bullshit. Flick the touch screen no, with the style. No. Good. I mean, it's it's basically if you use the touch screen, it's the same thing that you're doing with buttons. You're just using a stylus instead of a button. Gotcha. I, that's the game I'd actually consider getting. Like, yeah, I if, mean, if there, if I have seven dollars or whatever it is left over, which I will someday, uh, I'd probably get that. Yeah, I mean, Andy will have a review up soon. You can read my review over at GamePro. Plug, plug. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
I like uh, that every time I buy like a Game Boy game on the 3DS, <laughs> I'm it's I you're basically paying five dollars for the game because you have to put at least five dollars on the right. account. <laughs> so I feel like I'm accruing like points, and one day I'm going to be able to redeem these points for another game for free. <laughs> that's what I love it. I love it when I like buy something that's like, like I have like you know three dollars and change, and there's a three dollar Game Boy game. Because I'm just yeah. like, oh man, it works out perfectly this yeah, time. Yeah, every about every like third or fourth game is free. <laughs> yeah, that, if you look at it, that that's way. exactly what happened to me this week. Because Neil, which we'll get to in a second, but you kept talking about Picross like all week on Twitter. So I was like, I gotta get this, and so I had to put money on my account because I only had like two bucks. So then I had money left. So then I ended up just getting Donkey Kong and Super Mario Land, even though I didn't really want it. Oh well, I mean, it's not like you're really you can't go wrong with Donkey Kong. That game twisting your fucking well, yeah, no, arm. That you know, game it's two was great so games. Good. Donkey Kong, yeah, I, I definitely wanted. I, that was on my list too. But then I had a, just enough left for one more, so I got Super Mario Land, even though I knew I didn't yeah. really. You didn't get, why didn't you get Fortified Zone? I don't even know anything about that. Game. <laughs> no, Fortified Zone isn't bad. I forgot. I, I talked about that game on the uh, the few weeks ago. Yeah. Last yeah, you did. Yeah, or at least I tried to talk about that game. No, you did. I and I, I, re- I remember you vaguely talking about it. It sounded interesting. Yeah, but... like I think it's, it's for, I think Fortified Zone's three or four bucks, but I mean it's it's like like I think what did I describe it as? It's like Contra meets Zelda. Contra meets Zelda meets like some completely random other game. It was yeah. like a random third but thing. It, <clears throat> Tetris or something. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Tetris. But it's basically like you're going around a Zelda dungeon, but you're like a Contra dude. Right. So it's like a top-down Contra 3 level? Kind of. Huh. Yeah, because that's It's pretty cool. fucking hard, but it's it's really cool, and that's one of those games where safe states are your best friends. Um, oh, I love I love the safe state in the virtual console. Um, as a yeah. side note, are you guys surprised there haven't been any other Game Boy Color games yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, Zelda, no. Link's Awakening no. right out the gate, and I was like, oh, sweet, and then, like, there's just been nothing. Well, well, I'm not surprised, because there weren't really that many Game Boy Color games. Well, I guess that's true. Oh, there were, no, yeah, all right. There were a few, but It is I mean, a bit of like, a bummer that stuff that supported the Super Game Boy, like Donkey Kong yeah. 94, like, yeah. the deck element is just completely absent. That's kind of stupid. I think that does suck, but I'm not really shocked by the, uh, the absence I'm not of Game Boy shocked Color by games it either, it's just bullshit. But, like, really, what, what other Game Boy Color games are there? There's the Bionic Commando game. Excellent There's actually game. one of those... Oh, cr- that game is so one good. Of the, one of those Griffey games came out. Um, on oh, yeah, yeah. Color, oh. But you know what I'd love to see is a, uh, a virtual console release of Pokemon Yellow. Oh, that'd yeah, be cool. That would yeah. be really cool. They will or was sell that, was like, tons of those. Yeah, that was a Game Boy Color game, wasn't it? It had Game Boy Color was, compatibility. Where it added yeah. some color. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. there were some games that, like, like I think Link's Awakening was like that, too. Maybe, no, it was just where, that like, one dungeon. There was a special dungeon yeah. that you could only get into if you had a color Game Boy. Yeah. yeah. And there wasn't even, like, a hard code in the system. It was like, you had to be able to decipher this panel and, like, give them this code, but it was in color. Right. So you could, if you didn't have a color screen, you couldn't see <laughs> oh, that's it. That's right, because all the puzzles in the dungeon, too, are based off the colors. Like, you have to, like, colors. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You get all these different colors <laughs> matching. So you might be able to, like, guess the combination of, like, what is that, like, red, green, blue, purple, or whatever, yeah. and, like, get into the dungeon, but there's... It would probably murder you <laughs> to actually try and finish it without a color screen. What's great, too, is at the very end, it, when you get through the dungeon, it's like, you know, take the blue... Um, I don't know, there's two different things you can take for either more damage or more health, but they're based on yeah. color, too. And Blue so, and red. Yeah. <laughs> you just wouldn't even know what you're taking, I don't think. Of course there's, <laughs> of course there's Shantae, Game Boy Color game. Hope that gets yeah, there someday. Yeah. I, I think that, that will come in time, but I think we'll have to wait a little while. I do, too. Because, unfortunately, Nintendo's uh, 
modus operandi right now is just to take as long as they fucking can <laughs> with the trickle of these releases. While their which, system struggles. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun on Mario's pick, Ross, but it's, uh, we're, we're going right into uh, Mike and I going head-to-head. <laughs> yeah. With how, I yeah, think that the virtual the console out- output, where I wish there was more, I still think there are a lot of great games on it. Um, I mean, I just I wish there were more. It's a, a lot? It, but... Maybe, uh, I, I mean, at I this point, there are a handful At least total. one a week. Yeah. But at it's least, not so much. It is at least one a week. If there <clears throat> should not, a week should not go by without one of those. I mean, it just, I, I feel like you can tell what Nintendo is doing with this is, I guess it's maybe they quote-unquote learned from the Wii Virtual Console, where with that, you know, early on, you'd have like three Virtual Console games a week. Right. And then they ran out and everyone got pissed off. But they didn't they run out, out. They just got lazy. They stopped <laughs> so, doing so it. So from the start here, they decided just to not give you anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're already at that level, so. <laughs> or, or maybe or maybe they'll ramp it up later when actually more people have the system. <laughs> well, yeah, that would make sense. But I mean, I'll, if you think about that, the, whatever, if, whatever. If, you have, if you have a week where like, say, five Virtual Console games come out, then would you really consider, you know, getting something like, you know, Fortified Zone if you have all these other games coming no, out? No, I don't think, no, I, I certainly don't think, I think that's that's probably too much a week, but bare, bare minimum, there ought to be at least one game a week. Yeah. Yeah. And I there, mean, I think that Nintendo's slow trickle. Not only and, did we, sorry, go ahead. No, I think Nintendo's slow trickle about it. And we did have those two weeks where I think Xevious and Nintendo Video came out one day. Yeah. And then the next week was Let's Golf. Right. And at the very least, we definitely shouldn't have two consecutive weeks without a virtual yeah. console game. That I don't care if one week there was a 3D classic. That doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. Virtual console I game. I agree. You shouldn't be able to miss more than one a month. Do you want to know the really funny thing about Let's Golf 3D as well? Is that Gameloft thought, was told the game was coming out on August 11th. Really? Really. Which is... Which is if, if you keep it score at home, that's that's this week. <laughs> and Let's Go Off 3D came out two weeks ago. Nice. So I emailed them the day it came out. And we're just like, yo, your game came out. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, uh, you know what? Um, the whatever, um, the 12th is the day the price drops, and that's a, sa- that's a Saturday or a Friday? Friday. 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 So, um... The 16th, the or no, the 18th, the next Thursday, better be a blockbuster week for the eShop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it a good It needs point. to be. They need to put, they need to drop something big and fat on Actually, it. Actually, maybe, Metroid that might 2. speak to why you haven't seen oh. it. Yeah, they, they need to put out Metroid 2 that day. Neil, yeah. they need I've to put out the Metroid 2 DX that they canceled. Oh, yeah. They were going to make a DX version They're not going to do 2. that, no, but we can hope. A girl can dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, like, that's the one, like, okay, I could see, you know, maybe they're not going to do it in the beginning of August. Maybe it does make more sense to wait until after the price drop to release something that's a little more marquee, like Metroid 2. But if Metroid 2 doesn't get released in August, the 25th fucking anniversary of Metroid, come on. That's true. I, I think they're ignoring You Metroid care so for... much about Zelda. Come yeah, on. Metroid's getting the shaft hard this year. Well, I don't yeah. know if you saw the Twitter. There was a Twitter from uh, Nintendo America, and they said, hey, it's Nintendo's 25th anniversary, Metroid's 25th anniversary this month. Uh, you can download Metroid Fusion if you're an ambassador. Yep, yeah, I saw that. I thought that was kind of <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, and you, you, you could download only, it in, like, only November. The, only the true believers are allowed to celebrate Metroid's 25th anniversary yeah. right. with a free copy of Metroid Fusion. <laughs> 
dicks. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of treating Samus kind of poorly these days. Yeah, because they care so much about Link. There's a 25th anniversary thing. They're gonna have a fucking symphony. <laughs> yeah. Like, screw them, man. They're giving out have Metroid games. Metal do a tour. Yeah, they're giving out free games. Like, we're all getting Four Swords for free. Yep. Yeah, that's September. They're coming uh, out they, with a special Wii remote. I mean, Metroid gets shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's if they released, other M didn't sell that well. If they released a 3DS, like a custom Metroid 3DS, I'd buy I would it. sell my 3DS and rebuy that one. That's how much I would want it. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe for their the 25th anniversary, they'll give away copies of Other M because they must just be in a warehouse. <laughs> That's one of the only first-party Nintendo games that I have seen the price drop like such a rock. Me too. I it's saw it good. for twenty bucks. I like, saw you could have gotten like I, I loved Other M. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I you know the story's stupid, but the game was a lot. Like I the had a good with that game. I saw and it for twenty dollars like, at Target by like, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Not long after. Yeah, maybe they'll just send copies of that to all the people like early Wii adopters. <laughs> they'll just track <laughs> us down now and send it to us. Um, yeah. uh, you probably like, missed this game. I was gonna, yeah, probably. I was gonna say too. Here's pop- something to play on your dying console, uh, Mike. To, yeah. to your point of nothing getting released on um, the eShop, at least not many things at a time. I think they don't want to release more than one or two uh, things at a time because it's impossible to find anything on that shop now. Def- definitely. <laughs> I do definitely. like. I know what I'm looking for, and it still takes yeah, me like it's five awful. minutes. Like I, I was. I was hoping that when I, I, I mean, I, I started a new job last week. Yay! That just means I don't have as much time to screw around and play video games. So I've just been playing Mario's Picross. But I went to go download that during lunch last week, and it took me like five fucking minutes yep. to find it. I'm yep. so pissed. The only way to navigate the eShop that, that I can really find effective is to just go to recent editions, yes. and it just shows you things chronologically in the date, in the order they were added. So if if you check it every week, then you know like. Oh, when when I get to a certain title, that means everything past here is old because I remember that from last right. week. Right. Yeah, yeah. Very, very kind of them not to make that the default view or anything, or to make that like right. the first icon that you're on when you boot the thing up. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the only way I navigate it. Well, they now. just need to show you Nintendo video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it's important. You don't have to go to pizza the... delivery, whatever. Yeah, right. I watched that. I watched that pizza cartoon today. And that wasn't that, uh, that, that was wasn't it. awful. I thought I, Bear Shark was kind of funny. I, I fucking loved Dinosaur Office. I th- I fucking thought that shit was so funny. <laughs> it was okay. I'm that glad that okay. College Humor is doing stuff for it. I mean, I, I still can't say that it's like the. I mean, it's like Nintendo Video is still kind of lame, but I'm glad College Humor is doing stuff. For and it. guys, yeah. Smurfs trailer. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah, and <laughs> I love that day one. <laughs> I love the uh, the shop too. Like yeah, like you like you were saying, Zach. The channels change like every week, so it's like all of a sudden there'll be like a like. Zombie Games channel, and it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, why do I need a? They're whole... trying to make it like they're trying to make it like the App Store on the iPhone, where like at the top there's like four highlight boxes, yeah. and those highlight boxes lead to a specific game or an app or like a list of like these are our favorite camping apps or something. Right. Exactly, yeah. They're, they, they, it's 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 a blatant rip off of that, except they've they've the they interface blows because it's in this giant like line and it's, everything's in order and you can't jump from point A to point Q. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. And then it's not even is is it even on the touch screen or is it on the top screen? No, it's on the touch it's screen. On, it's, isn't on the, it? it's on the okay, touch well, screen. Okay. At least it's on the touch screen. But yeah, it's just it's a mess. The, the first week when there was just like Link's Awakening and Super Mario Land and like one or two other great. things, you didn't notice. I was it. like, wow, this is really yeah. cool. Like this is, looks much better than like the like the Wii, you know, shop looks. And then after two weeks, I was just like, no, this isn't working. This is awful. Yeah, I haven't really been able to to get quite on the anger that I was. We had a we had a staff meeting for uh, uh, plugging a feature on the site, the the SNES twenty that we have running right yeah, now. We had yeah. a staff meeting for that. And near the end of that meeting, I basically just 
went off on the eShop. I haven't been able to really tap into that anger since then, but I just think it's the most stupidest design thing ever. It's Well, actually, no. The only thing worse than that is the DSi shop. Yes. So... The eShop looks like it's incredible compared to its terrible predecessor, but well, at least there's progress, I guess. The yeah. uh, the DSI Come shop. Come think of it, the is... Wii Shop. The Wii Shop channel is pretty fucking horrible too. Yeah. Yep. The DSI yeah. shop is the uh, wingman. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like I mean the Wii Shop. At least like I feel like it's workable. It's hard to find things, but it's workable. It's true. At least it's, the 3D. Yeah. The, 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 the yeah. At least the eShop has the search function too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that that makes all the difference. But it's still, I, I feel like the big problem with the eShop is that you need to know what you're looking for. There's really no easy way to browse that. Oh, Which is funny because like, that's that's what they've tried to do. You can see all yeah. of it is an attempt to categorize things so people will browse them, and it's just, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if I was a, a casual. Also, maybe because their categories are fucking retarded. Well, yeah, exactly, and they yeah. change all the time. <laughs> Here are thirty notebook apps because that's what everyone wants on their fucking Game Boy. Yeah. Game Boy Already Office. Wait, Game Boy hand. Office. Does anyone remember Game Boy Office? Uh, no. <laughs> Some guys like it was like a productivity software. They released it because a lot of businessmen had Game Boys because they would play them on airplanes. And some guys made like a like a really super bare bones like spreadsheet program for it. That's awesome. Huh. I uh, when I had to download Antipole, I had to go back to that DSiWare shop and friggin' blue. Yeah. How is how is um I mean I've played it as well but we may as well talk about that uh, Zach Antipole dude I like you, it you it's, seem to uh, like it it is a very simplistic platformer uh, you jump shoot and switch gravity uh, from down to up and it's but you can only do it for a limited only amount for of a limited time. amount so of time yeah. it's not like v v v v v v v where you can you know switch between up and down and you just stay it's that more way. like it's beautiful just... Joe's slow mo power where it's yeah 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 and it builds back up yeah. And the more bosses you beat, the longer, um, longer mm-hmm. you can stay up. But the you know then they just use that to make tougher puzzles. Um, yeah, I mean the the one thing that at the beginning, like when you like you know I think you get the ability to you know switch gravity and get a gun. Yep. It seemed like you were gonna get power ups throughout the game, and then that kind of stopped. Yeah. So those I'm are the only two things little, you get. It would be a little more than just puzzle based levels and. And, and you know what's funny about that? The instruction manual implies that you get multiple weapons that you can switch between. Well, what you can do, uh, I forget the guys, Saturnine Games, yep, I Saturnine. think, are the people who made this. They made another game for DSiMR called Cosmos X2, and if you own that game, uh-huh. then you unlock other weapons. Oh. So that's, that's how you can switch that's weapons. That's dirty. <laughs> Is it, have you played that? No, I think it's a shooter. Oh. Maybe like Ikaruga. It sounds like a shooter, just the name. Yeah, I won't be Cosmos buying it. X2. I hear it's not bad, oh, in okay. all honesty. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Is like I, I'm not too wowed by Antipole, but that's more because I've played other games on DSiWare that are platformers that I think are way better. Like, for example, I like Divergent Shift a lot. Mm. There's Chronos Twins, um, even, even Shantae, although yeah. that's a little bit different. Now, I will say um, that Antipole gets really hard really fast. Yeah. Like, like stupid hard. I, I I would basically say like it's it's the kind of game that they're on the right track. Like it's yeah, a, it's a good definitely. start for what I assume is a younger company. And I think if they hopefully you know people are buying this game and they can continue making games because I could see their next release being a lot better. You know, I'd even like to see an anti pull two, uh, but a little more fleshed out. Yeah. 
Because yeah. it's it's not quite on the level of like a Meat Boy or yeah. a v, v, yeah. v, 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 but it's it's close. What I like about it's, it is that there's like no end to content. Uh, there's the main game, yeah. and there's hard mode, and there's challenge levels, and there's you know green tokens to find each stage, and a and a, a goal time to make in each stage, and it's just crazy how much stuff. Yeah, you there are a lot, like the time the, doing everything quickly is is a is a big challenge. That's one of the things that hard. really. That really got me into, you know, a game like Super Meat Boy is that to, you know, unlock the Dark World stages, you would have to get the, the quick time. Yeah. And, I mean, especially when when a game is able to tie unlocking more levels to play to getting a time trial, I will play those levels <laughs> if your game's good. Dude, I need to get and back to Meat Boy and beat that game. That's, that's probably my favorite game outside of Picross 3D last year. And speaking of that, Mike, you Mario's Cake Ross is fucking awesome. It's like $15 on Amazon right now. I'll probably get it. You guys really, Mike and Scott, if you guys haven't played Picross 3D, get it immediately. It's it's like Mario's Picross. But then you'll have DS, to quit your jobs. But amazing. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say, like, well, we could talk about like Picross a little bit, but what sets it what what sets it apart from that? Like, why is it is it just the puzzles are more difficult, or are there it's added inf- like elements? Okay. So there, there's the 2D grid-based Picross, which is what you guys are really into right now with Mario's yes. Picross. And, and that's really cool. But in Picross 3D, it, instead it's of just having a block that, of blocks. It's basically like a cube where you have yeah. the same, you know, kind of block setup, where instead of just having, you know, the X and Y axis, you also have the Z axis. So you, like, rotate it by, like, moving around the touchscreen. And the controls work very well, as you would assume, by, you know, a Nintendo-made game for the most part on their own system. And it all works really well, and what I find amazing about Picross 3D is that because instead of, like, you know, marking an X on the block, when you want to get rid of one, you tap it, and it fucking explodes. And that's just <laughs> such a good feeling. And to and, save a piece, you just color it in. That's really nice, yeah, too. And I know, uh, Mike, you were complaining about how, like, you wish, like, you could X something. And oh, yeah. Just yeah cause I, I and in Picross 3D... That's it what doesn't. they do, and also I think they do that in Picross DS too. Yeah, I don't like that because um, I'll like. It's really easy to like overshoot. Like if you're if you're drilling a whole row, it's really easy to like accidentally overshoot yeah. by one and lose some time mm-hmm. for it. And and I put the little X's on the squares so I know yeah this square is clear. Like I'm not going to chisel this. But then if you accidentally hit the chisel button, it just fucking chiseled it. Like there's no yeah. point. The X is only visual. If it's got an X and I try and chisel it, it should get rid of the X. And then if I, I chisel say, it again, it should get rid yeah. of the block. In all honesty, Picross, uh, or Mario's Picross, like, there are some things wrong with it. Like, the other thing What's that I've noticed one? in other Picross games is that, uh, like, if you have a row complete, or a row or column, like, the, the numbers will gray out so you know it's done. Mm. Oh, yeah. It and do later that, Picross yeah. games do that, but in this one it doesn't. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't distract... It's just helpful. It doesn't distract from how, how much fun Right, it and I guess having never played any of the others, I'm not noticing that. Although now that you've mentioned that feature, yeah. I'm just going to want it <laughs> in this. That's why you should just go buy Picross. Yeah, game. I'll probably have to do that. Oh, my God. I mean, there's like, there's like something like 350 puzzles on the cartridge, and I think and you can download, go online and like download like 150 more. Hey, I'm still in the middle of the, I guess, the mushroom course on Mario's Picross. Do they get any bigger than fifteen by than fifteen by fifteen? I don't. Um, I don't know because uh, I know they had what like the there was the beginner level which I played one and then skipped. Yeah, there's like ten just, by ten. Yeah, I have ten by ten. Yeah, I went I through them all. Finished, just I guess I just finished the the mushroom one and I just got to the star one. I'm on like the second row of that. 
because that's what I did when I got <laughs> home from work, was just play that game. But I, I don't think they get any bigger than that. Okay. Yeah, because I'm... 10 by 10, no, that's the biggest. Okay. But, but as those far are as really hard. Goes, the game came out, what, like, I guess not this May, but the May before. It was Since later it than out, that, I think. No, it was, it was May 2010. Oh, Which wow. game? Picross 3D? Yeah. That's only a year old? Yeah. Wow. Um, but Lauren has likely put in probably several days of her life into that <laughs> game. It's basically the only game on DS she's played since, since it came out. Has yeah. she beaten it yet? Yes. She's, she beat it probably a month and a half after she got it, but what she does is she just plays, like, random puzzles on it. Which is something yeah, you can do for another this. And, like, nice she thing. improves her time and makes sure she does it without mistakes. After and you get through uh, all the puzzles, you're like, well, I feel like playing a, a puzzle... Just do a random one, and it's like a whole yeah. new thing because you forgot yeah, what it like, was. I, I didn't think that would be as gripping because we 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 have you know we, we should have gotten two copies of the game I guess, but we fought over it <laughs> for the first month, and then eventually you know we both beat it, and then I just kind of conceded it to her, and I figured I'd try and, and I'd pick it up. It's good and, practice for being a husband. Could, <laughs> <laughs> I could just uh I could just hit the random puzzle and I could just get sucked into it right back again. Oh yeah, it's, just, it's so much fun. So yeah, I've been playing it like I mean I haven't played a game this feverishly in a long time. Like I, I bring my DS to work because um, I have to walk I. a bit and I get and I get my counters for it. <laughs> and then I hope in the back of my mind that maybe I will get a, a street pass. Yeah, right. Which has <laughs> happened. Which has happened once. I guess someone brought their kid into my office, <laughs> and my office is like on the other side of the wall from the main lobby, so it must have been close enough to pick it up. Yeah, I always um. I do um, love I, of the, But I've, I've been squeezing this game in on my breaks. Like I'll like I'll take a break. Like and go take like a go take like a fifteen minute walk or something, and I'll squeeze it in and I'll squeeze out like two puzzles on that break, and then I'll get back to work, and then I'll and like a couple hours later I'll take my other break, and then I'll do it again. Like I never do that <laughs> ever, but this game is so good for short bursts like that that yeah. I, I I find myself like really looking forward to being able to squeeze one more puzzle in. Right, you know it really is like a perfect handheld game. I, I I told you guys in the email thread, but I I specifically downloaded it just to have something that I could kind of like casually play while watching episodes of Doctor Who. And it has worked wonderfully. <laughs> oh so God, far. I love Doctor Who. But unless like Doctor unless Who's I get so really into like the um, the puzzle where it's like I'm I'm really trying to figure it out, then I find that I'm just missing things in Doctor Who, and I gotta rewind. But for the most part, it, it works out really well. Um, I was gonna say as a side note about street passes, I've only ever gotten two, and I always try to bring my like 3ds with me places where I know like nerdy people will be. And my fiance just thinks I'm a creep who's like stealing like ten year old kids like me's from their from their 3ds. But like I, t- I took it I took it to the mall one time and I got one there. And the last game the the person had played was Nintendo, so I'm I'm pretty sure that was a little kid. But then I, I took it to I, the, I took it to the midnight screening of uh, Harry Potter and I got one there too. And this guy was bald, so I knew he was at least an adult. <laughs> I don't understand how you guys aren't getting street passes. I've gotten 31. And I yeah, I, I, I in Alaska, regularly. fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no, I've only gotten two. I gotta, I gotta take it around more. I've got one friend that whenever I see him, I tag him, and then if I happen to have it in my pocket and I go to Target, the demo unit, ta- I tag the demo unit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I've only ever gotten, I think, two street passes. From well, I guess three. One, I was at a, a local game shop, and I, t- I tagged the employee, one of the employees there. But th- and then other than that, like actually walking on the street, like I, I got that one. I got in my office when someone someone must have came in with one on the in the lobby, and then I got another one at the Chili's on campus. Um, nice. 
And Chili's on campus. The guy, is fucking sweet. Yeah, we have a, our our campus has incredibly nice dining options. It makes it really easy to pitch the school to kids. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I, we have a, we have a, I was I took a lunch at Chili's and met up with one of my friends whose sister was here for orientation. And like I picked up one, and the and then me was like the nerdiest looking me I've ever seen. Like it's like. Like, tall, skinny guy, black shirt, like, lots of facial hair, like, clearly unkempt. And game he had been playing recently, it was, like, a week after Ocarina came out, so, of course, he was playing that. Nice. That's what shows up on mine. I've, and I think he wanted to be a wizard, because everybody says uh, they want to be a wizard. There you go. I've, uh, I've, I haven't seen it personally, but I have a friend on, on Twitter, and he got a, a street pass, and the, the game that me had most recently, or, yeah, most recently played, or at least played the most, was uh, the eShop <laughs> yeah, it literally said eShop, so I don't know if he just left the shop open for a while. Uh, well, it, it's, it's the one that you most recently played. It's not oh, the one okay. that you played. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, well, yeah, yeah. they count yeah, the, the eShop, yeah, your favorite game. Your favorite game is uh, is what you put and then your friends see. Oh, okay. Which I think, which for most people, at least when the system came out, were like all jokey and we all set it to like health and safety information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, street pass. Got to get more of those. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. I think that's a newscast, guys. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a good thing, too, because ha- I've had to poop so bad for the last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> And there's the stinger. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Stop yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.